Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers, a podcast where two friends with the same name talk about everything board game related and introduce new players to the hobby. Will today's guests change their mind about board games after playing with the double Ds, or will they still think that board games are for losers? And now, here are your hosts, the biggest losers in all of board gaming, Darren and Darren. Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm also Darren. And on this first episode of Look Who's a Loser Now in Quite a While, we have a new guest slash victim. Her name is Jen. Jen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And um, Jen has no idea what's in store. And <laughs> right. Neither do we, because we haven't done it. <laughs> She just actually found out what the episode is called and was very offended. <laughs> so this should be good. Yeah, we, it has been a long time. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time Darren and I are recording in person since before the pandemic. But yeah, I probably maybe January of 2020, I think. Yep. Uh, yep. It's, it's been over a year since we've recorded or even... Um, play, we haven't even played games in person. Right, once. Yes, yeah, that's once. right, once. Okay. And that was it. And then we did one Look Who's a Loser Now during the pandemic with Glenn. Right. Um, which we did it remotely, which was difficult. So this is our first time back, and I'm very excited, and Jen is very scared. Yes. <laughs> so the also, this is the first time doing a Look Who's a Loser Now where neither of us know the guest. We did. Well, we had Lynn on one time, yes. but Denise was with us. True. So Denise knew her. Right. We did. So uh, Jen was is co-workers with Annette, mm-hmm. and Annette just dumped her into this situation and left. <laughs> well, you you met Annette at a at a gathering, right? a little yes, party. yes, okay. I did. Okay, and then somehow, which shockingly enough, the the subject that we had a podcast came up right it did yes and i got roped right into that <laughs> i mean i heard you were really excited you know, you're kind of, uh, i don't know you're hedging your bets now <laughs> now when it came up we have to know this and so you know we're in the circle of trust here when annette mentioned that we had a podcast was she proud or embarrassed uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think horny would be the <laughs> No, she was proud of your podcast, but she was a little trepidatious, a little hesitant to talk about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, Maybe that... said, uh, my husband has a has this geeky thing that he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, does that sound uh, right? That sounds like the closest to the truth. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Well, it's better than my wife, who doesn't even know I have a podcast. <laughs> right. Well... Just before we did this, uh, we talked to Lorelai, and she started asking you questions uh, about the podcast, and she asked us if we already had a game picked out for her to play. So <laughs> we said, that's not how the podcast works. <laughs> so uh, she'll never get it. She'll never listen. But what? So, Jen, so you know, which so you don't know too much about the podcast. The way it does work is we just talk to you for a little bit, try to get an idea of what game you might like to play, and then we pick a game and play it with you and see if we did a good job of introducing you to our nerdy hobby. So, Perfect. So uh, that's basically the gist of how it works. Yeah, this is going to be a good test because we never met you. In fact, the first time you met me, I picked you up in my sweet minivan on the way to Darren's <laughs> house <laughs> with my kids in the car. <laughs> So, yeah, so what happened, yeah, this was just a few hours ago. So uh, Annette just basically said, hey, 
Daron's going to pick you up. <laughs> so you walk outside your house, and there's a creepy dude in a minivan with some kids. Did you rethink your life choices at that point? No, I mean, it was a pretty sick minivan. <laughs> I love it. It was a sick minivan. And just to be fair, isn't it the minivan that's creepy and I'm the normal guy? Or is I'm the creepy guy and the van's normal? Well, to be fair, every time I'm in public with you, I rethink my life choices. <laughs> it's a good thing you never leave your house, so that's fine. So, uh, so, um, so, so quite honestly, we don't know really anything else about you, which is great. Annette said that you would make a great guest, so um, I I trust that. I think uh, she probably doesn't. She, she does not just recommend random people. Sure, she, I got to live up to the hype. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, she really doesn't. <laughs> and also, you know, you know, at the we're at the point like where we'll take whoever we can get. And honestly, <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you. Honestly, we're at the point where soon we'll be kidnapping people. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just above kidnapping, but below a, 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 something we really wanted. So I appreciate it. <laughs> awesome, good stuff. No, it should be a fun time, um, and um, and we're just going to ask you a few questions in the beginning. Uh, tell you a little bit about um, what we do because I don't trust what Annette or Lorelai <laughs> may have, and you don't remember, told you. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> did she? Did they explain like how much? board gaming we do or anything like that no i know okay. that you go to a board gaming convention okay so, so. no no no, no. no. <laughs> yes and that is well, we'll about, get, that is about it we'll get into that okay we'll into okay it. Okay. Yeah. okay all right good the so, first so first we have to ask we ask everybody the same types of questions mm-hmm. at the beginning so uh of course a really popular question to ask females is what is your age mm-hmm. i'm 29 okay. oh my god a young buck all right and <laughs> what is your degree in your school, your education. I have a degree in English education. Okay. Oh, she did use a really big word earlier. Education. Education. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> education. I know that word. So trepidatious. Okay. Trepidatious. We ask that because a lot of times the type of game people enjoy depends on, you know, like my degrees in engineering, I like very logical, puzzly games, but everybody's different and so we have games to kind of match with everybody and it's interesting to see the backgrounds of all the t- people who get into this hobby yeah. and what is your social security number <laughs> <laughs> oh no we don't ask five, five, five. <laughs> we, we do ask before we talk about our nerdy hobby what is your nerdiest hobby oh boy uh, my nerdiest hobby is the Nancy Drew computer game series. Oh, yes! <laughs> this could be a new season <laughs> Honestly, before she gets into it, this is literally the reason I do the podcast. Every guest that comes on has something amazing that they talk about. Well, we, we should mention that, too. You've never listened to our podcast. I've never listened to it, Do you no. even know what it's called? Was, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Perfect. No, it's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> so let's hear about the Nancy Drew computer game. What What is that? Uh, okay, so now my face is blushing a little bit because <laughs> I started playing these games in second grade. They okay. are geared towards uh, children, but they are just so much fun. So there's a game where you play as Nancy Drew trying to solve a mystery. Okay. Um, it's a point-and-click game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh there are logic puzzles that you have to complete. You you question Ooh. subjects Ooh. in the games. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Okay. And they've, gosh, got probably 20 games out right now. 
They um, still... I remember those games. I played, like, Carmen Sandiego's games on the Commodore 64. Ooh. Yeah, way back. So, oh, um, yes. so, do they still make these games? They're still making the games. They went through a change in their company, so it's been a while since they've they've made one of um, the computer games, at least a good one. The last one was kind of a flop. Okay. Uh, but... Yeah, they're still making them. Okay. I have, I have several questions. <laughs> How many hours a week do you think you play? Oh, now probably not a ton. But if I play a game, I will finish that game within two days. So if okay, I start okay. a game, I'll probably spend three to four hours on it oh, within the span of a few uh, days. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, when you go to the store to purchase these games, do the clerks often ask if you're buying it for your child? No. No? <laughs> because they're too afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ask that. Ooh, wow. Okay. okay. This, is, this is good. That's very eye-opening for... No, that's actually for the purpose. Wonderful. This is, yeah, this yeah, is good. Yeah, okay. And I, I do have to say, normally I purchase them online. Okay. I have purchased them. Because you're ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No shame anymore. I... I in full disclosure, I play a lot of video games too. So, okay. uh, does not so much. No, I don't. I don't. But uh, we're not judging here. No, no, no. I think that's an awesome hobby. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in this Nancy Drew game. I like logic puzzles too. I, yeah, I, it's been so long since I played anyone. Uh, but um, I I'll think have we have some recommendations for you later. Then I <laughs> think we have some board games that you might like too. So. Yeah, we can stop. And that's here. why we ask some of these questions too. I think. Yeah, I mean. Yes. Okay. Some, that alone gives us a good direction. Generally, we ask that question to mock you, but in this yeah. case, it actually was a help. It was very helpful. We've had some good answers. That's my favorite question in this whole podcast. Because everybody, you know, has something unique and interesting. And clearly, ours is playing board games. Right? Yes. The name of the podcast is Board Games Are for Losers. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. So, so that's part of it is to get sympathy, but it's a good time to explain... Um, to you and to any new listeners, what the origin of this podcast was. Yes. So we had um, a friend, a co-worker named Amy, mm-hmm. who uh, used to make fun of us because she heard we went to board gaming conventions and we sit down and play board, gamings, board games for hours on end. Everybody make fun of us, but she was very ruthless. She was it. particularly ruthless <laughs> about it. So at some point, um, Darren said, well, you know what? If you, you make fun, why don't you just try it? You, mm-hmm. might, actually, you might actually like these games. Um, and you introduced her to Dominion, is that yes. that's correct? Mm-hmm. And she became obsessed with it. Yeah. So she would just come over to Darren's house, basically without asking. Just show up, just and, show up and play. And <laughs> wow. Just play him in. But she became absolutely obsessed with it. So then we came up, we, we, we had the thought, like, well, if we could, if we could find somebody's interest. There's so many different types of games and mm-hmm. so many different themes. If we could talk to people, find out what game they like, we could, pretty sure we could convince everybody yeah. that there's a game for them out there. And she wasn't the only person that we got sucked in the gaming hobby. She just was the most notable because she was so against it. <laughs> right. She was yeah, very so anti yes. But uh, we've had a lot of similar successes. And um, since starting the podcast, we've had... So this segment is called... We have different segments of the podcast. This one's called Look Who's a Loser Now. Like, so basically... <laughs> Oh, you're calling us losers. Now we got you hooked in. Look who's a loser now. Thanks, so that's, guys. Yeah, Thank that's you. That's <laughs> the idea. But we've had seven or eight. Sure. Who, sure. Yeah. About maybe, eight people. Maybe upwards of ten. In, yeah. And we've 100% success rate of 
turning them into losers. So, <laughs> so just, just so you know, don't ruin that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> All right, so we brought this up before. When Annette told you we would go to board gaming conventions, what did you think? I thought, how wonderfully nerdy. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, that's that's great. It sounds like a fun time. Okay, good. I like you already. (laughs) (laughs) You might be the only person to say that sounds good. I think Brody might have been in the middle somewhere, but everybody else has been like, oh, I thought you were a loser. (laughs) And and what type of games did you think Mm -hmm. we were playing at these conventions or that you think that we play? So, whenever I think of like gaming conventions, I think of D&D. I think that's the first thing that pops into my head. Okay. Um, and then some of the the bigger games that take up a lot of the table. I don't know if there's that one game <laughs> where you take over like different country Risk. countries. Risk. 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 Okay. Okay. That's it. So okay. I think of games like that and okay. Yeah, just a bunch of people sitting around meeting other people playing those games. Okay, I that's actually know. probably the closest to uh, the anybody's ever gotten to that. Do you think we dress up in any certain costumes? Uh, maybe some people cosplay. You know what? When I envision it, I envision a little bit of cosplay. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So far, so good. Now, we don't. Well, you do. Well, I do? Oh. Yeah, you do the pirate theme game. Oh, that's at home. Yeah. yeah, that's at home. I'm in the privacy of your own. Uh, I got some dignity. I'm not going out in a pirate costume. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, do you, um, did you know these types of conventions existed prior to hearing about it not in particular i mean i I figure they do it's one of those geeky hobbies those nerdy hobbies (laughs) and so of course people get together and and hang out and play and share their interests now, is there a Nancy Drew convention? There is a Nancy Drew <laughs> what? convention. Really? It's a hard hitting question. There has been. Okay. Um, I don't know if it still exists. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine that it is a smaller convention. Mm-hmm. It feels like a uh, cozier community, not as many people. Cozier equals creepier. <laughs> okay. Cozy is the wrong word then. <laughs> Cozy, creepy. Uh, yeah. Smaller community, close knit community. I don't know. Would you go to the convention if it was feasible to do so? Probably not. Oh. No. What if we went with you? Sure, then I'd go. Definitely, it's got to be a place to pick up honeys, right? I don't know. <laughs> Although they're probably like 10, so yeah. that's not appropriate. I was going to say, aimed at kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Darn it. <laughs> Plenty of people my age that are still playing these games. It's okay, got a cult, cool. cult following for sure. All right, sounds like you're down with the whole nerdy hobby idea totally which is awesome which is great <laughs> which is unexpected because we don't usually get that so. yeah it's almost gonna be too easy yeah how much we're talking about some of the games we have and how much do you think the typical board game might cost how much do you think we spend on this hobby uh so board games like sorry or shoots and ladders probably cost 15 bucks now but like the more involved games, maybe $30? Okay. I would aim for 30 All right. For a decent game. What's the most you've ever spent on a game? I have Gloomhaven. I guess that's 120 Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah. Oof. That's, a, now, Oof that's one of those games that will take up the whole table and take you an hour to unbox it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't, we don't play a lot of the games no. that cost. No. Know, but there's routinely games... Um, they're called miniatures games where yeah. you have, like have the figures on the map and whatever. Yeah. They get like $100, 200 $300. Yeah, we don't play a ton of those. I mean, I'd say typically what I would consider a big purchase would be 
a sixty dollar game. Yeah, but I think forty is average for yeah, the, for the type of games, games we, we play. For but sure. you're right; like a shoots and ladders is much less expensive. So uh, we th- those aren't the games we play usually. <laughs> so you're you're sitting in Darren's game room right now, and you can see games that are falling out of the ceiling at this point. Yeah, what? they're on the floor. Now. <laughs> it's beautiful. We obviously, we all floor. have we have a decent collection. I'd probably mine's smaller than Darren's. Yeah. But what, what do you think of someone who owns more than fifty board games? More than fifty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there more than fifty games in this room? Well, what's okay. your what's your thought? Um, what do you think of that person? Good for Super them. Cool. <laughs> Good for them. Good for um, them. They're they, really cool. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. <laughs> they probably have a lot of fun and have a lot of get-togethers. Mm-hmm. Um, many friends that they get to play these games with. That's true. But also, that's a lot of games. Okay. okay. Well, a little bit of a spoiler. That my collection is about a hundred. Darren's is probably about three to four hundred mm. at this point. So, what do you think of a this board game? And that all just in his room. They're well, now I'm trying to do the math. It's $30 a game. <laughs> and you've got 100 games. And, and also, I've been collecting since 2004, maybe. So we're going on over 15 years of collecting games. So well, I think that's intense. That's a lot of games. It's still, it's, it obviously didn't damper her <laughs> weird fact. Did, did you have any idea that we had 300 plus games? No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> She's all of a sudden she's creeped out. So, so this is obviously an audio podcast only, but she's taking a very defensive posture with yeah. her arms crossed, um, and she's gotten out her rape whistle. Yeah. So she's, she's looking for an exit. We allow her to sit closest to the door. We, we, found, we found the thing. It's the amount of games. That's, that's the first person that's, that's reacted yeah. very negatively yeah. to that. Most people are at the beginning, like I can't believe there's a game convention. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right. Now we got to get into you, because we are just talking about ourselves most of the time. What games did you play as a kid? So I've... Sorry and Shoots and Ladders mm-hmm. were staples in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, Yahtzee was another good game. I don't know if that counts as a board game. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Got, when we talk about board games, we talk about dice games, card games. They all fall yeah. in the same oh, category. Well. It doesn't necessarily have to have a board. Some of them are social deduction games. We're just sitting around trying to figure out who's a hidden role... We don't typically include Dungeons and Dragons because that's a those people are weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's just not. It is a, a role playing game. That's just not something we get into. I think a lot of the hobby does overlap, though. So, but for us, it's any card, board game, dice Absolutely. game. It could be just a dice game. So, so Yahtzee yeah. definitely counts. Yahtzee, yeah. um, I have fond memories of playing War with my grandma. Okay. Um, old Maid. Okay. Uh, is that your grandma game? or is that the game? Old Maid. Alright, I'm out. And then in more recent years, there's been this game that I've played with my students called Werewolf. Okay, um, that which has been uh-huh. so much fun. Well, that's okay. where big werewolf players. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, to the one incident, but we won't talk about that. Oh, I need to know. We have so werewolf is one of those games, like say a social. We call it a social deduction game. You sit around with roles. We play that. Or we the convention. Are you talking about the incident with Chris and the, the Jays? Oh, we, there's been a few incidents. <laughs> what? So we played a game. Uh, at one convention where there was a um, with like 50 people in one game and there was a moderator and the game went on for hours 
and basically, which is fun, you get eliminated and you go play something else. Like, but it's like Saturday night, everybody starts, and then as you get eliminated, you go play other games. And this was like at 10 o'clock at night or mm-hmm. something. But at some point, they run, <laughs> voted somebody out, and that somebody got very angry. And started yelling at me, called me a moron. <laughs> yes. No. In front of 50 people. In front of his kid, too. His kid. Yeah, his kid was there. No. It was like... Stormed out. Yeah, and it was my first time playing that game in, in, in a big group. And, yeah, and it was a legitimate thing. Right. He just, you were wrong, and he got mad that they run was wrong. Yeah, so, oh, so there was an incident. No. So, because uh, Werewolf, just because so, there's like, different versions of it, is it Werewolf is the... Werewolf is the one we played there. One Night Ultimate Werewolf is the one. The shorter one. Yeah, where okay. it's one round. So you're playing the big, big one with, with the whole class. class? With the whole class. Yeah. So, uh, nice. 16 students. It's okay. a small class size. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the students really enjoyed it and bought uh, Ultimate One Night. Oh, One Night Ultimate. Yes. 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 All right. We play that. That's okay. Good. That's I a good that. one. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Okay, good. What other games have you played as an adult then, besides Werewolf? Ah. Uh, oh, man. Uh Telestrations okay. is a big one. I love Telestrations. Okay. Um, what do you love about Telestrations? I love that we get to play with like a, a bigger group of people um, mm. and that everything is open to interpretation. Okay. And it usually ends with a laugh. It's not bad that you can have a couple drinks with the yes. game and it gets mm-hmm. even better. Yes. So that is fun. You'll, uh, you'll be a good guest on our other segments where we drink. So this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's one of my favorites. Um, I've played Spyfall. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yeah. This is a very no. controversial game on this podcast. Oh, dear. I love it. I hate it. <laughs> I have, Tell me more. I have Spyfall <laughs> and Spyfall Two. We play uh, all the time, uh, <laughs> and yes. they run. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because everybody's sick of me. We're going to have to have a whole episode about the Spyfall situation. But I would play that game every game night. Still, it's an older game. I mean, in our terms, it's an older game. But uh, we still bust it out all the time. I love it. I'm out. Because of the reasons you said. You can play with a group of people. You can have fun. You can be drinking. There's not a lot of rules. Like, it's just fun. And it always leads to some goofy situations. And... My favorite thing is it makes Dayron angry. Yes. So that is, <laughs> if it didn't, it, I don't think he actually likes the game that all that much. I mean, it's it's just yeah, it makes me very angry. So okay, well, With friends like these. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, well, you have played some. These are what we would call modern board games that most of our guests have never played anything like a Spyfall or right. Werewolf. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I mean, so you're. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's good. Uh, any other games, either as a kid or as an adult, that you've played? Um, nothing that's sticking out, jumping out in my head. Okay. All right. Now, uh, the favorite part of the interview is the one that Darren has to prepare for but never does. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. You listen to so that. <laughs> we did not tell you about this part, but we're going to give you a quiz about your board game knowledge. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. This is a very, very scientific quiz that Darren is going to likely make up on the spot. I will score randomly. So this is, and it helps us determine your knowledge to figure out if you're worthy of playing some of like the big games like Gloomhaven, right? Or if we put you you in the like the the twenty dollar game category. So so please take it serious. High stakes. There, I got a great one to start with. Okay, Uh, so we're going to start with. They're increasingly difficult and increasingly score you more points. So we'll start with the basic ones. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a little background to this yes. because uh, we're learning about you. I'm going to share some information about myself. Oh. And it pertains to this question. About uh, your criminal history? No. Okay. <laughs> that is off the list. Okay. Um, so there are other, I wouldn't say nerdy hobbies, but in nerdy indulgences I like. One of them being the Tour de France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Dayron knows, we mm-hmm. were watching this morning. I, it, it's uh, Today's stage 14. I watch it every July for many years. Um, I love biking. I love mountain biking. I love two-wheel racing. I do not like road biking. I do not own a road bike. I own plenty of other bikes, but not a road bike. But for some reason, I like the Tour de France and I get into it. So every weekend I watch it. Um, also, I quite enjoy the National Spelling Bee. Where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> the National Spelling Bee where like middle school kids get on stage and spell words. And, and that can attest to it. I watch it every year. I watch the whole thing. Uh, for years, I particularly enjoy when the kids get the word wrong and they start crying, <laughs> <laughs> or they say something Holy goofy. Cow. That's why I became an English teacher. <laughs> so, so I really enjoy the National Spelling Bee. It's one of those things when it's Spelling Bee time, I gotta, I gotta watch it. Okay. Um, so, um, how this pertains to the podcast? The National Spelling Bee Championships was this week. Mm-hmm. Stage 14 of the Tour de France this morning started in the town of Carcassonne. Oh. Carcassonne is a very popular board game. Okay. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Spell Carcassonne. Ooh, I'm not sure I could do this you one. You didn't just do this to me. Oh, no. And as an English teacher, this is amazing. I know. I feel like I'm on in the hot seat now. And I feel like Jen is a French name, so I'm not sure. But isn't that a brilliant question by <laughs> me? Spell Carcassonne. And this is this is going to help me pick out a board game, right? No, well, this is going to uh, help uh, us judge you, right? Okay, right. Judge me. <laughs> C-A-R-C... O Z O N. No, no, I can tell you that's well. That's not right, is it? Actually, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to do it. I think okay, I, it's, right. it's C-A-R-C-A-S-S-O-N-E. Did I miss an N? Oh, I need the bell like the spelling bee. Hold on. Hold on. When the kids get it wrong, I love the bell. It's going to be very And then that's when the kid starts crying. It is. And the guy is Carcassonne is spelled C A R. C A S S O N N E. I knew it. I knew it. As I was doing it, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You were so I'm missing, close. The, I'm missing the one N. And that. Uh, so how are you gonna score that? There. Well, I like the addition of the Z. <laughs> you know, she had a Z. That's got zero <laughs> points. It's clearly She's no an Z. English teacher, not French. So you know. That's no, don't. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, zero Thanks for that. No, no, half a point. She got the first three letters right. Zero. <laughs> that was the easy question. Well. Also, because I put so much effort into that, it's also the only question I have. So. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. You <laughs> um, see how serious this is. Um, all right. So, uh, next question. Um, name as many games as you can and talk and take your time that start with the letter C. Don't take too much time, though. Right. <laughs> games that start with the letter C. Board games that start with the letter C. Hmm. I have they, they, yeah, Daron, you don't get it. Oh, I don't uh, get to play. No, 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 you don't get to play. Oh, she did this. She did the smart thing. She's looking around <laughs> your board game. That's right. one thing we were shoots waiting. And oh, oh, shoots, shoots and ladders. That's one. Yeah. Shoots and ladders. Camel up. Yes. Oh, camel up. Oh, she definitely. <laughs> I didn't even have that one. Uh, 
Oh, Candyland. Candyland. Candy yeah, that's it. Really? On the list, I had that really? one. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot. That's why I picked C. <laughs> so, yeah. Could be here all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get bonus points if you have a double C. Like, Curse yes, Court. Yes. Is this like categories? Curse Court is one. <laughs> That's a double C. Okay. Did you say Carcassonne was the game? There you go! go! That's what we were waiting yeah, for. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, very good. Yeah. Okay. I, I give her full credit. That question was uh, worth two points. Yeah, and okay. I did some obvious ones she missed. Chess and checkers. Okay. But oh. that's fine. I, I was we were looking we were looking for two things for you to look around the room mm-hmm. because there's hundred games here and then you pulled out Camel Up and we're looking to see if you got Carcassonne because we just said Carcassonne and we just spelled and shoots and ladders yes and shoots and ladders so okay. uh, for our fans out there Dayron can you name a few more of uh, games that we might know without uh, looking around ga- okay you did say um, Curse Court I did say Curse right <laughs> <laughs> so, so boy you, it's really hard when you when you just like you're called out uh, I gotta have a there, lot you of got a, there's some very uh, obvious one uh, a lot of obvious Galaxy Trucker <laughs> no, Galaxy Trucker is a G. No, Galaxy Trucker. Galaxy Trucker. Well, there's Calico, okay. a game about cats, I think. Mm-hmm. There's Cat Lady. Yes, that was game about number one cats. on my list. <laughs> what? Cat Lady. Cat Lady. There's, um, well, this is a cheat because I saw it over there. There's Cartographers. Ooh, I didn't even have that one. Um, ooh. I'm like trying to mentally vision my one of your first at home. Games um, you played at the WBC? Gagricola. No. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first Not games that one. I've played at the WBCs. Uh, it's been renamed to Catan. Oh, Catan. Okay. <laughs> oh. It used to be Settlers of Catan. Yeah. Um, it, it really, that's, it's a really hard question when you're just like trying to. Especially when you're on the spot. And we know so many games. Right, I'll this, tell you. Oh, this is a good idea for a future episode. I know. It hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Concordia. Concordia. Cash yeah. and Guns. Cash and Guns is right behind you. Yep. Coloma, which I don't think you've played, no. but we played it. Sounds like a medical procedure. <laughs> <laughs> Citadels. Citadels, yeah. Uh, Caverna. Caverna. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cosmic Run. Cosmic Run. Okay. And those are just ones that we own, right. and most of them are in this room. Yeah. So. Wow. So, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Well, you got full so credit. So many games. You got full credit. <laughs> okay. We will go on to the more uh, challenging... Uh, questions now okay <clears throat> um so i'm gonna name a game uh-huh. okay and you tell me what you think the uh what that game is about perfect you just and we give you points even if i don't expect you to know but for creativity based on the name of the game okay mm-hmm. all right we will start with a very simple one a game called fire in the library what do you think the game is about? You have to save books. And you have to. <laughs> She's laughing each... because my, the look on my face is like. <laughs> and each book is worth a, a different point value. And. Uh, you don't have to know everything. That's, yeah, that's well, exactly. That, that might that's be word for word the description of the game. That's like 100% yeah, that's spot on. Yeah. 100% spot on. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. No yeah. way. You're, okay. you're saving books from a burning library. They each have a different point mm-hmm. value. This is more of a push your luck game. As the as the fire burns hotter, it gets more and more risky to go in and get the books. Mm-hmm. So you're more likely to, ah. to yeah. die or lose points. So, mm-hmm. okay. uh, that's good. Is that question number three? Well, I'm going to do a few and okay. then we'll judge her overall. Okay. Okay. Um, here's here's one. I'm gonna uh, 
What do you think uh, the game Carcassonne is about? Carcass really just stands out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Carcassonne, you are a shipbuilder. Shipbuilder. And okay. you have to build a ship that is good enough to travel across the board from one country or state to another country or state. It's actually, I mean, that. It's a creative answer. It, it I, describes several games that you actually it, own. It does describe several games. My problem is, I believe Carcassonne is inland city in France. Right. It's not a port city. So. True. Uh, yeah, I have a problem with that. I could be wrong. I have no idea if I'm correct. <laughs> <or not>. so, <laughs> it, it is but we'll assume I'm right. It is about building castles, castles. in the in I guess in the city of Carcassonne. In the city of Carcassonne. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Carcassonne. All right. Okay. All right. All right. We got a few more because this is fun. She's doing well. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think the game oh is about? That's called Broom Service. Broom Service. What do you think that game is about? I'm debating if it's about witches or about hotels. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'm I'm gonna go with witches. It's a game about witches who ride brooms and. Mm, no. No. And they clean hotels. They clean hotels. Uh, <laughs> okay. Broom riding witches that clean hotels. Okay. Mm. I actually don't know if I've ever played this game. <laughs> you want to not play broom service? I don't think so. You talk about it all the time. a lot. Um, very good. Wait, I have more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, you have to like clean up a room or something, and depending on how good of a job you do or what you do to <laughs> clean up the board or a room, you get more points. Okay. How about that? That is that is very good. <laughs> it's actually about witches who ride brooms. Yep. And their service is they deliver potions to wizards. No mm. way. But okay. the hotel is close. It's it's a good guess. One of our previous guests thought it was about witches who were prostitutes. <laughs> yes. So. As one might. <laughs> yeah. So, but the, you were, that's very right on. I, okay. You know, yeah. For, very good. Very creative. Um, all right. Two more, get more challenging now because you're doing oh, really good. Okay. I don't know how many we. This changes every time. Okay, okay go ahead. Because <laughs> she's doing good, I think we're gonna throw a curveball. Okay, great. A game called Emotep. Mm. Emotep. Yes. Sounds like a pharaoh. Okay. 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 So isn't Emotep? Well, Emotep, the guy from the Mummy series. Okay. Emotep. Okay, so Possibly. you are in <laughs> Egypt, and you have to build a civilization or a society. And uh, you maybe build alliances with people. Okay. Mm, but you're building a city. You're building okay. a city. You're buying goods and services and making buildings. Okay. That's pretty spot on. You're basically... No alliances. No, alliances. you're building pyramids. You're building pyramids yeah. and monuments. And monuments in Egypt. And oh. tombs, right? You're building yeah, yeah. stuff in Egypt. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. Very good. Wow. Very good. Right, you gotta uh, really throw the, right, this throw is, the gauntlet on right, this. Is it. This is Come it. On. We can't stump her on this. Okay. The game is called the Treasure Hunter. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> the game is called The Quacks of Quedlingburg. The Quacks of Quedlingburg. I knew that was coming and I almost spit out my water. <laughs> so it's either doctors or ducks. Ooh. ooh uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. It's a logical thinker here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, she might let's... be able to see through our, our BS then if she's thinking this logically. No. 
Mm, so, yes, ducks. We're, we'll go with ducks. Okay. You have to have Quedling Bird. Quedling Bird, yeah. Quedling right. Bird. Quedling okay. Bird. <laughs> so you have to build an empire of, of your duck family. There are different duck families, and you are battling against other duck families or other players in this game, and you are building the most um, uh, Bridgerton-esque... You want to be the fanciest duck family in the whole community. That's what this is about. That is, I almost you know wish the game was that. I know, it's not even close, but I want to play that game. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but your original thought, either Quacks as being doctors or mm-hmm. Quacks as being ducks, was right on. Because it's about doctors. Crazy doctors. What? Crazy doctors who are making potions that explode. And Quedlinburg is a city they're in. I think it's a city in Germany. But yeah, like next to Carcass. Yeah. That game sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. But your, your answer sounds <laughs> that was, amazing. That was very good. And you're right. I like you. Daron, you're right. Very logical thinker. You had to go with quacks as ducks or doctors. You chose one. But the other one was right. So. Okay. Is that the final question? That is the final. Okay. Well, I have one more bonus question. Oh. Okay. Yes. How do you spell Carcassonne? <laughs> no, nope. pretty sure That's you're very not nice a question. question. <laughs> All right, she gets zero for that. One. <laughs> okay, so let me calculate the scores. So I think you got one point for that answer to to uh, maybe half a point. All right, so you have you have seven and a half points on our quiz. Out of ten. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> so, but we have a very scientific scale mm. that we rank you on based on this quiz and your board game knowledge so i went at a score of seven and a half you are officially the most likely guest to attend a convention that is entirely for kids (laughs) (laughs) well congratulations wow (laughs) that was i would say very well done very well done that was pretty amazing we've had some amazing answers amazingly bad answers these were actually good answers (laughs) one of our more impressive performances so now it's absolutely nothing (laughs) so now we get to the part we're about what like seven hours into the interview yeah 37 minutes oh that's it okay all right um now we get to the part where actually now we try to figure out what game we're going to play with you a lot of this was just bs back and forth but we we got some information we did actually yeah we're going to get to the heart of the matter. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've played some games as an adult and some games as kids. What is your motive for sitting down and playing a game? A motive meaning, like, do you want to have fun? Do you want to be in a competition? Is it more for socializing? Do you like puzzle solving? Or a combination thereof? It's definitely to be social. Okay. And if I can solve a puzzle while being social... I am all for it. Okay. Definitely. This is interesting. While I'm competitive, I don't necessarily like to backstab my friends when I'm playing games with them. Very good. Yes. That's one of our questions. Oh, okay. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Would the theme of the game matter to you? We talked about some goofy themes, but would the theme matter to you or to turn you off? Would a certain theme turn you off or one make the theme might make it more attractive or... I think, yes, that a certain theme could make a game more attractive, but I would definitely not not play a game because of a theme. Okay. A double negative from an English teacher. (laughs) (laughs) This is scandalous. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to go through some of the more common themes we see in games, and we just want your first gut instinct, one to ten ranking, ten being 
you think you'd like it, mm-hmm. one being you wouldn't, and how interested you are in this theme. In this theme for a board off. game, or if you've never, obviously never played that type of theme in a board game, like how much do you like this theme overall? Okay. Are you ready? So yes. just gut instinct. All right. Pirates. Five. Science fiction. Eight. Ooh. Monsters or horror? Ten. Yep, I knew it. I told you. I told you. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, fantasy. Like the Orcs, wizards, goblins, goblins, elves, Lord of the Rings. Seven, eight, seven. Okay. Um, trading goods in the Mediterranean. Four. Yes. <laughs> Farming. Five. Okay. Uh, breeding animals. Not breeding with animals, <laughs> breeding animals. Five. Okay. Really? <laughs> that was a trick question. <laughs> Pets. Why do we, I don't know. Five? <laughs> Two. That's no, breeding no, animals. No. Okay, that's that's ridiculous. We'll solve that for next time. Um, food. Seven. Okay. Crime. Ooh. Nine. Okay. And um, escape room or puzzles. Ten. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. I know. Uh, so we're going to talk about a few of these. Um, why don't you like breeding animals? If they're right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have against breeding animals? The word breeding is what I have against breeding animals. How about milking animals? <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a large amount of games about farming and breeding animals and trading goods in the Mediterranean. A lot. Yes. Um, I, I believe it. And the theme is very dry. But the games are good, but the theme is very dry. So. Yeah, it's hard. They're, yeah. they're they're very mechanically solid yeah. games, but you're like, look at the theme. You're like, Ugh, I got to plant how some many carrots? sheep? Uh-huh. I plant carrots. And <laughs> the, I need two sheep to make a third sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so that's how breeding works. You need yes. two of them. So. <laughs> All right, so let's go to monsters and horror. I mean, that was an obvious yeah. ten, and I kind of picked up on that earlier before the podcast that you might be a monsters and horror fan. Tell us about that. I am a Monsters and Horror fan. I love horror movies. Um, I like going to haunted houses, mm. like the game Werewolf. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily play it as quickly as if it was like a, there's like a spy game that's like got a similar concept. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I like scary things. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Oh, boy. All right. How mm. about um, escape room puzzle? Have you done an escape room before? A physical escape room? I have done an escape room. It was a ton of fun. Uh, it was called Prison Break. It was you broke out of a of, out of a prison, okay. out of a jail cell, and it was great. I've okay. also done a couple puzzle boxes okay. where you have to solve a mystery to get into the box. Okay, which was fun. You like those? Okay. Yep. okay. Okay. Did you know they make like there's a whole line of escape rooms in a box game where it simulates an escape room just in a box, kind of like that breaking into the box, yeah. but mm-hmm. a different version. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of puzzles you yeah. have to solve together. So okay, all right. Yeah. Whew. So, in a game, how important is the art or the visuals to you? Like, in a game like Risk, where there's not much art, or would you like, does a game with more art matter, or would you play a game even if it was just Well, let's, let's phrase it this way. In the Quacks of Quedlinburg, do you want your ducks to be flat on the board or 3D printed miniature ducks? Very colorful. I would appreciate some good art. Some good visuals, but I it doesn't matter. I'll play the game anyway. Okay, okay. accordion it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that comes into play. So I, I mean, some people are like that seems like a good game, but it's so ugly I won't play. It. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. that's true. Yeah. All right, let's talk about um, the duration of the game. We have some games. Uh, we have some games that take five to ten minutes. They're really quick. 
up to some games that take three to four hours. So we want to try to find out what do you think your attention span is for a game. This would include the rules explanation mm -hmm. and the setup. How long do you think would be your max or too long for you? I think I would aim for about an hour, hour and a half would Ooh. be my max. Okay. okay. All right. That's good. I think Alexis gave us 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we played okay. a three-hour game with yeah. Ouch! <laughs> that, was so that was our first episode, <laughs> but she did love it. She did love it. She did love it. Um, what about a rules explanation? Sometimes it takes ten or fifteen minutes to explain the game. Do you think that would be too much, or you kind of top out? We have people who at like five minutes are like, "Let's just play." I don't want to hear any more rules. That is me. Okay. I I don't necessarily like to read through the rules. Okay. That is well, the most difficult part of a game. We would be explaining right. it to you. So I guess the question is, are you good with learning something a little more complex? Something that would take a few rounds to get into and then take a detailed rules explanation to kind of uh, figure out. That, oh yeah, that'd okay. be fine. As long as you're not yeah, you don't have to, you're, okay. you don't have to worry about reading the rules. Okay. Like. And I have time to learn the game. A round to yeah. learn the game. Yes. yes. Sweet. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. You, you talked about not being super competitive, like stab in the back. Or what would you think if there was conflict, like a game like Risk, um, direct interaction or conflict? Is that something you like, don't like, or kind of in the middle? So Risk, that's you can backstab people. In the oh, yeah, very much. I mean, that's part of the game. Attack people yeah. too and wipe them out. Oh, I hate that. Okay, I hate that. Okay. <laughs> so, like in your quacks with Quedlinburg, his duck dynasty would come. Steel because we invented duck. lasers first, and, and then you shoot you. your ducks with lasers. Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so no. You feel. Okay, so no. I mean, I'm competitive, and I have no problem wanting to crush my competition, but to actively bring them down. Okay. I hate it. All right. Okay. Yeah, all right. Good. All right. How, how about negotiation in a game? Like, if we're negotiating to trade goods or something like that, like, hey, uh, almost like uh, you know, I'll trade you. These uh, two ducks for the sheep. It's not my favorite. Okay. okay. All right. Um, and then what about getting into more math-based stuff? You're an English teacher. Um, more <laughs> math-based stuff where there's auctions, where you're kind of having to figure out the value of things, and that plays a large part of the game. I'm okay with it. Okay. Not super psyched, but okay. I'm okay with it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last one? No, no, no. Oh, yes. How about a, a cooperative game where instead of playing against each other, we're all playing together to try to beat the game? Yes. Yeah. That sounds cool. Okay. All right. Very good. There's plenty of games. I think I know what game I think might, I might have too. to play, which is going to be crazy. But all right. Well, I, I don't know. I may have a different idea. Is there, do you have any last words <laughs> before, <laughs> before we spring a real trap yeah. on you? Before <laughs> we drag you down to the basement. Oh, no. <laughs> we're, we're not in the basement already? <laughs> No. No okay. last words. Oh, maybe am I the loser now? She's maybe got her whistle out again. Well, um, <laughs> All right, so now we're going to take a break. Um, we're going to send you... We'll send yeah, you we into can, an air-conditioned room while we, we discuss what game yeah, we're going to play. Oh, yeah. We're going to pick out three different games, describe them for you, and have you pick which one you think you want to play the most. Awesome. Okay. okay, can't wait. All right, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back with Jen after trying to pick out three games uh, to introduce to her and let her pick one to play. 
That was hard. It was hard. It was harder <laughs> than expected. And, Not, and the reason I think it was hard is because very into social yeah. um, games like, like Werewolf, and we just think we have three of us. We don't have any other friends. We didn't yes. Have <laughs> <play>. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of options yes. that we can play later when yeah. Annette and Lorelai come back. Yeah. But there's, there's a lot of good options, but the issue is with three players, some of these games don't work well. So certain games only work at certain player counts. You can imagine Werewolf doesn't work with three people, right? No, you're the werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, so we have some really good games we think you'd like. Um, we, again, we mentioned that um, we have this game called uh, Mansions of Madness that I think you would really like. That was pretty clear choice, but we've done it on a podcast before, and it also takes more time than we have to set up, go through, play. It would take several hours uh yeah. so uh in this case we've narrowed it down to still three good choices i mm-hmm. feel all mm-hmm. are great games so we're gonna start introducing them to you i'm gonna we'll take turns explaining the game just a high level overview and you tell us on a scale of one to ten how interested you are in that game and then at the end we'll let you pick which one you want to play all right here we go the first one is mr jack as in Jack the Ripper. Oh, oh. So, not Mr. Jack Daniels. No, not Mr. <laughs> Jack Daniels, although he can uh, join us. Oh, <laughs> so in the game, uh, Mr. Jack, there's a board of that's the streets of London, and one. So it is only a two-player game. That's the only thing, which is fine in this. So you're going to leave, and Darren, right? <laughs> you, you watch us play and tell us what you think. <laughs> um, one person is Jack the Ripper, and the other person controls the cops and other people in the city trying to um, detect Jack the Ripper, basically. He's a hidden role. So hidden movement. Is it, no no it's not hidden movement. One oh. of the one of the the way it works is on the game on the game board, one of the Jack you don't know Jack the Ripper is one of the characters in the town. Oh, okay. So it's not labeled Jack the Ripper. But if I'm Jack the Ripper, I know which one it is. Okay. And we're taking turns moving people around the darkness. Oh. And as you move people into near the lanterns, you light them up and you can tell if they're Jack the Ripper or not. So you're trying, it's a tug of war, trying to position the pieces. Jack the Ripper is trying to get his character to escape. And um, the other player is trying to eliminate the other possible suspects and then capture Jack the Ripper before a certain number of turns. Um, It's got a little bit of horror. It's got the crime, but it's got a lot of the puzzle solving Super fun game. Plays in about 30 minutes. Two players only. Jack the Ripper. Absolutely. How that sounds you, great. How would you rate that? Just from, you know, what you know. From that short description yes. in the box art, I would play that in a heartbeat. I'd probably say an eight or nine. Okay. okay. Now, the big question is, can you spell one of the designers, Ludovic <laughs> Malblanc? <laughs> so that is and, and, and so, you know, all these games are good. So, you know. Uh, we're gonna let you. We're not gonna introduce you to a bad game. So Jack Ripper is a great, or Mr. Jack, spy fault. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dayron has one. All right, this is pretty obvious game. It's one of those escape room in a box. It's uh, the exit the game series, and this one is called the Haunted Roller Coaster. So obviously it has your haunted theme. It has our logic puzzles and the escape room thing. Now I have played. About 10 of these in this series alone. There's like 15 to 20 of them now. Mm-hmm. I played this one in particular. This is one of the intro ones to kind of get you used to the idea. So we all be working together. 
solving logic puzzles in this horrible roller coaster gone wrong. <laughs> um, and this game is a one-time use, meaning there's going to be puzzles where it's, we're going to have to rip things up, cut things, mm-hmm. like you know, arrange the cards so that we can solve the, the, the next puzzle and move on to the next step. So these are extremely fun. I love this series of games and highly recommend. When it's done, the game goes in the trash. Yeah, it's one wow. time use, and then we bill you oh. later. <laughs> <laughs> Forty dollars. <laughs> so that's the haunted roller coaster of the Exit series. I'd say an eight. Okay. Okay. All right. It looks fun. They're, they're all good. Sounds fun. That one has the social aspect and the puzzle solving. Yes. All right. Finally, this one you've heard of before, the Quacks of Quedlinburg. <laughs> so in the Quacks of Quedlinburg, and you can look at the box here, uh-huh. um, you are quack doctors in the town of Quedlinburg, and you're trying to mix up potions but not have the potions explode. And it's what we call a bag builder game. Everybody has a bag. And you buy different ingredients from, like, the market, and you put them in your bag. And then on your turn, you start drawing things out of the bag. If you draw too many of the white potion, your potion explodes, and you get limited points that turn. So it's kind of a press-your-luck game. You decide how far you want to press your luck, and you try to, to make the best potion and score the most points. Um, Great game. Uh, there's no horror or... Uh, well, if your potion explodes, that's Well, that's true. Right? <laughs> it's, it's Third degree burns. But, you know, it's very different than your version of Quacks of Quelling Word. But it is, a, it is a great game. So... One to ten. What do you think about Quacks of Quedlinburg? I think it's a six okay, or okay. seven. It's okay. the the box art is very goofy yeah. and it's very intimidating. The picture on the back. There's a lot of it stuff is. going yeah. on there. And the theme is quacky. Yeah, the theme. I mean, there's not much of a theme. It's like, hey, it is a fun game, but the theme doesn't, in my mind. I mean, it works. It's one we can but, play after yeah. recording because yes. I think you'll it's like a, it. Yes, anyway, it's a but, good game. All right, so I think it comes down to. Mr. Jack Daniels and the exit game of the Haunted Roller Coaster. That is a hard choice. It is. I absolutely love the puzzles and escape room themes, but I am dying to play Mr. Jack. All right. That's easy then. That's very good. Interesting choice because I almost didn't want to offer this because it's two player, but I think what we'll do is we'll. Have, again, have you watch us. And then yeah. Be good. <laughs> I am sorry. Play, yeah. play one of us and then play the other person. I'm going to go rub you. my juicy butt. What? <laughs> You're going to have to explain that's, that. That's a reference to I have a pork butt smoking outside that we're going to have for dinner. So I have to go check on that. Sure you do. <laughs> so excellent. We will um, set up and teach you Mr. Jack. And Dayron, you've not played it. I don't, maybe, I I don't, don't think I played it. This is I an older game. It. It's a great game. You I will definitely I've tried it once. I think this is the right choice. Um, Okay. I picked this one off the shelf. It was a last minute pick. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Mr. Jack, perfect. Um, Good pick. It's a great game. So Maybe. we'll see. We will see. So let us uh, take a break here. We will set up and teach you the game, and then we'll come back and see what you thought about it, and most importantly, what you thought about us. Oh, <laughs> my turn to judge. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get our game on. Mr. Jack is a two-player only game that was released in 2006 and takes about 30 minutes to play. It was designed by Bruno Cathalo and Ludovic Malblanc and sells for around 35 bucks. 
In Mr. Jack, one player takes the role of Jack the Ripper and is trying to escape from the streets of London before being captured by the other player, who is an investigator trying to determine Jack's true identity. The game board is a bunch of hexes that players move around on. They include houses, street lamps, and manhole covers that all affect movement in some way. In addition, there are four exits, one at each corner of the board, that the Jack player is trying to use to escape. What makes the game challenging is that there's no actual Jack the Ripper token on the board. Instead, there are eight different character tokens, and at the beginning of each game, the Jack player draws a card that determines which of those characters is Jack the Ripper for that game. The other player is then trying to deduce which character is Jack and capture him before he can reach one of the exits. The game lasts eight rounds, and during each round, the players take turns moving four of the characters around the board. Each of the characters also has a bonus action that they can use, like moving an extra space or swapping which street lamps are lit up. At the end of each round, the Jack player has to reveal if Jack is visible or not. He's visible if he's next to another player or a lit street lamp. The investigator can then use this information to eliminate potential suspects. In order to win, the investigator has to figure out who Jack is and then capture him by moving another character onto his space. The Jack player wins if they can escape or remain uncaptured after eight rounds. There are a few other rules related to the movement of the characters, but that's a basic overview of Mr. Jack. Now that we've played Mr. Jack with Jen, let's find out if she still thinks that board games are for losers. All right, we are back after playing Mr. Jack with Jen. And uh, Devon is actually the first time in the history of the podcast that we picked a two-player-only game. True. To, to play with someone. And it worked out really well. Actually, yeah, much better than I expected. Yeah, we, we um, played uh, two games of it. So uh, me and you both played against her once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was successful. How mm-hmm. about you? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. It's hard, it's hard to remember. I mean, what we the goal of the podcast is to give our guests a good experience, and I right. feel like beating them twice would be really that's not fair. So, in other words, <laughs> I lost horribly. There's only one loser. So. <laughs> um, and the other good thing about this is it's a short game. We played uh, each game took. 30 minutes and then um, with Mr. Jack you got to Jen you got to play both roles Mr. Jack and the detective trying to escape or trying to catch him right so you got to see both sides of it Um, so the um, first of all starting out did you have any difficulty understanding the rules of the game I thought the rules of the game were pretty clear Um, they were easy to follow and it was it was yeah clear yeah they, clearly, I didn't because I lost. <laughs> so I must not have understood a rule. Well, I think, I don't know if we mentioned, you've never played this before. No. You don't think you Okay, no. so you never played it either. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a relatively easy game to teach and set up. Certainly set up takes, like, less than five minutes, and even teaching it takes less than five minutes. So Yeah, it was a really fast setup. Yeah, good. That's important, mm-hmm. especially in a two-player game. Yep. So overall, Jen, what did you think about Mr. Jack? I thought it was fun. I... 
liked being the detective a little more than I liked being Mr. Jack. Okay. Mm-hmm. Being Mr. Jack can be a little bit stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought being a serial killer would be much less stressful. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I just get to go around and strangle. What did he do? He strangled prostitutes, right? He did, yes. Uh-huh. So we actually have the other game, uh, Letters from Whitechapel, which is the same theme, which is a little more about the actual crimes and it goes into detail about it. This, I feel, is... Yes, he's a he's a serial killer, but you don't really get the sense in the game. I didn't feel like I had just strangled a prostitute. No, no. <laughs> and you were disappointed by that. I was a little disappointed by it. <laughs> but it does have the tension of cat and mouse kind of game. I mean, this could be cat and mice in the game, and it would... Yeah. yeah, the game would still work. You know? mm-hmm. And there's definitely like a, a pressure around timing. Like you've got to get the killer before your eighth turn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so even if they don't escape, you know it's over if you can't catch them in time. So pressure was on. Did you did you like the theme? I liked the theme. I think it would have been even better if it went a little bit more into the dark. Okay. Part of it. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, she she likes the dark. She wants to see. The <laughs> the the well, then you would love letters from Whitechapel. Um, I felt that one thing that caused you to pick the game was the theme. I think that kind of jumped out to you. I think between the theme and the box art, and I liked it. It was a little bit of horror, a little yeah. bit of crime, and yeah, it it stood out. But I agree, the theme isn't overly deep in this game. Uh, it's fine, but yeah, I mean, it could be you could put any theme on it yeah. and still be the same thing. But it's kind of a nice touch, like yeah. it gives you, it puts context to it. Like yeah. I'm, you know, I have to stay out of the lights because there's, you know, it's, what is it, 19th century London, and there's no electricity, so yeah. you can sneak yeah. around yeah. in the, in the yeah. darkness. It's yeah. like, it provides enough uh, to to make push yeah. it over the line for me. Yeah. That works. So, Jen, when it comes, you won your first game. I don't remember. <laughs> so, As detective, yes. Yes, you were a detective the first time. You beat Dayron, which mm-hmm. is Dayron's usually a clever gamer, but he yes, indeed, yeah. it was challenging. It was a close, and it was a close <laughs> game. You got him at the very end. Um, did your, uh, in your opinion, did your winning of the game affect your enjoyment of the game? Like, what have I you mean, lost? I, I like to win, but I would have been fine losing. I felt like okay. it was a fun game having to base your strategy off of, you know, your opponent's moves, and I really enjoyed that part of the game. Okay, good. Um, so, um, what are some of the things, let's talk about some of the things that you liked about it the most. Uh, I liked the characters, the detectives that you get to pick from. I thought that was cute. Yeah. So, they had Sherlock and Watson and other um, names that you might recognize. And I liked the uh, variety of techniques that you could use depending mm-hmm. on the character that you picked when your character's cards turned up, the detective yeah. cards turned up. That was fun. Um, and I just like, it's kind of like a dance, like chess or checkers, mm-hmm. where yeah. you've, you've got to play off of your opponent. I could see it, it would be really interesting, you know, to play a ga- that game with you guys three or four times and see what your style is. Right, I agree. Right, and I think that's the hallmark of any good two-player game is that dance and the how it changes based on who you play yep. and how much you understand how that person plays. Because I was actually watching you play, Jen, and I was like, oh, she's getting it because she's doing exactly yes. what I would do. Yes. Um, and knowing that I knew she was going to do that, I was like, oh, I have to change what I'm going to do next. <laughs> yes. So it's very good. You uh, did pick it up very quickly, not just the rules. There's a difference between picking up the rules and picking up like the actual 
how to play the game and the strategy, and I felt that you picked it up very quickly. So there's a few things that I really like about Mr. Jack. First of all, it's very easy to set up and teach, very quick. Uh, it's great for a two-player game. You just pull it off the shelf and you're playing within five minutes, especially if you already know how to play. Very easy. The other thing I really like about it is the puzzle. It's a puzzly game, but the puzzle is the same. You're trying to solve the same puzzle, but it's different every time, which is mm-hmm. kind of hard to explain. But you're always doing the same thing, but every time is different because it depends on the order the cards come out. Right. You know, and that really makes a difference. And sometimes you get lucky with one of the clue alibi cards. And so that really changes the puzzle. Sometimes it becomes more of a try to catch the person or escape um, before once they realize that they're caught or they're they're known. And that's what happened in your first game. Right. In our game, I knew she knew. Yep. I basically knew who she uh, that I was caught, but I yep. just had to kind of move around the board and was hiding until that last turn when I couldn't move around anymore. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't move far enough away. And in, in our game, I'd figured out who she was, but she didn't know that, so I wanted to sneak attack her before mm-hmm. she realized that I was on her. And you did. were very successful. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got so excited that you pushed me. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Because I thought you had screwed up a lot. <laughs> I, well, I did screw up a lot. I did, but I still was able to, and, and slightly gamble, but I was using more like, um, not what I knew, but kind of the, the moves that you made to kind of deduce uh, which one was Jack. Um, The other thing I like about it, which we didn't really experience experience so much here, is when you play multiple games with the same player, there starts to be like a meta game where you try to get in each other's heads. Right. Now that I know you watch how I move, or how she moves, you would move a guy purposely to make it think like, oh, that's... that's, (laughs) But I would know that you know that I know that. I'll push you back. (laughs) But But that's what's fun about the game. You can play multiple games in a row. You can easily, I think, in this game, get in three or four games in an hour. Yeah. And each, if you're playing with the same person, those types of things come into play. It makes it fun to try to trick each other. So it becomes yeah. more of a psychological and not just a strategic battle. So, mm-hmm. um, any Anything else you guys liked about the game? I think that's it. I mean, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. What did you dislike, Jen? Was there anything you did not like about it? Uh, I think that if I tried to play it three or four times in a row, I would be exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's about it. It was a it was a good amount of time, but yeah, it is it is exhausting. It is. Uh, but I, fun. I agree. It's a mentally taxing game because if you're not paying attention and focusing on it, you're not really going to be playing the game. I mean, you have to pay attention at every little move. Yeah. yeah. I would say, to your point, you mentioned before, I think off the air, that uh, you you, say you can play this game with kids. And I was like, mm, I don't know if you could, because you, you want that person to be fully, it has to be on the same level. Like, yeah. You don't want to be playing with someone who's not getting it. Like If Jen wasn't picking it up, it definitely wouldn't have been as much fun. Yes. So I'd be making the moves and be like, okay. I, I think it's good to teach the kids some critical thinking, but right. yes, it's not going to be... You'd have you're to probably gonna yes, way. you're probably gonna destroy them most of the time. Well, that's Which what is I like great. To do. Yeah, yeah. 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 see, yeah. I, like <laughs> I like to do. And I think the other thing, I, the one thing I didn't like is how much weight is placed on the first turn. Yeah. If you're 
Mr. Jack. Like, mm. You can really lose the game in that first turn if you play it wrong. And yeah. I, I almost wonder if there's a way to just set it up to be like, oh, it's turn two, and yeah. I have five suspects yeah. left. But either way, once you know that, you can adjust. Yes, I, I, that was my, my other negative, is the first turn, there's a lot. It, it can be won or lost in the first turn, and for somebody who hasn't played before, uh, you know, you could not realize that um, because there's just so many possibilities in the first turn. Right. But absent that, yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I don't have any other dislikes about the game. Well, no, it's pretty solid. Yeah, we put yeah. it away, and we put it away in like 30 seconds. Like, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's dumped it in a box. Just dumped it in a box and it's done. Oh, yeah. Squished it off the table. Yep. <laughs> All right, so before the game, I think you rated this as an 8 to 9 as your level of excitement of playing. I don't know. This happened a long time ago. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes ago. Um, how would you rate this game now on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd give it a solid 8. Okay. okay. Yeah, good. I think that's it's fair. a good game. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where I would put it for a two-player game. Yeah, I would yeah. I would put in this yeah 7 to 8 easily as a two-player yeah. game. I think it's pretty, pretty fun. I yeah. think after a while, I mean, it's one of those games I think you can play a couple times in a row, yes. let it then come back to it a month later. Yes. You're not going to play it every day. No, I, I agree with that. You're not going to play it every day. You're not going to play it all day. You know, if you're looking for three hours to fill with the two-player game, this is probably not it. I think it would, like Jen said, your, your head would explode after an hour of it. But... Um, <laughs> But it, it's a really solid two-player game. If anybody's looking for a particularly good two-player game, I think this is a no-brainer. Uh, and they also make a Mr. Jack Pocket version, which mm. is a smaller travel version. Oh. Um, you can. I, I've actually thought about getting it for camping or something like that. That'd be good. Yeah, like just if you're traveling, going to hotels or camping, I think it would be a good one. But I've not played the travel version, so okay, I cannot say. Um, so, Jen, would you play this game again? Not right now, but... No, right now. <laughs> Seven times in a row. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm going to go out and get this game, actually. Oh, <laughs> you answered our next question. <laughs> <That's laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I think I'm going to go out and get this game and yeah. have it at my apartment. And whenever I have a guest, if we have a little it's, bit of downtime, mm-hmm. totally play. It's perfect. Yes, That's how it starts. starts. <laughs> next, you need a shelf for all your games. Yeah. Then you need a room. Yep, and then you're going to have 175 games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So now, are you interested in playing other games with us? Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. There are so many games now that I want to play, like, that we've mentioned. And those games that we talked about earlier that I didn't choose, I would also like to play those. Okay. Okay. So you're interested in Quacks. stepping it up to more complex or different style? or All of the above. Oh, okay. Let's yes. do it. Mm-hmm. We, we, get, we get 10 hours now. Let's <laughs> just play it. Let's get it done. Um, so I would say we were very successful in getting you interested in board gaming. Is that absolutely hobby? yes? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. <laughs> I, I, I felt you already had a positive opinion, which is probably one of the first guests to come in with a positive opinion of our yeah. hobby. But yes, I'm, right? not a, I'm not a difficult customer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a hard sell. <laughs> Um, so it sounds like, Devon, we were successful. I think so. Now, again. the big question, well, two big questions, yes. our normal big question, but the first big question, are you going to come to a convention with us? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a good question. Yes. <laughs> so you answered it with... I will come to a convention with you. Yes. <laughs> Not a board gaming convention. <laughs> uh, if you're coming to the Nancy Drew convention oh, with me. How about I, that one? I would, but I'm not allowed to be that close to children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yes, yes. I would definitely go to a, a board gaming convention. It sounds like fun. The big, most important question uh, that leads us to this is, which of the Darrens is your favorite? Oh, yeah. I, ha- I have to go return some videotapes. Oh. I... Wait, who has videotapes? Come <laughs> on, American Psycho? Video, VHS tapes. <laughs> okay, that's the best non-answer. That is the best non-answer. We get some non-answers, but most of them say me. When they no, do what? Answer. Nobody's... Sure. Well, that, yeah, actually. Let's talk about Spyfall real quick again. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Uh, <laughs> that is a whole other episode. <laughs> a whole other episode. All right, so I think we're, we're done here um jen do you want to take us out with our signature line yeah oh no it's what we told you earlier no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) we told her it was a dirty word Uh (laughs) well jen thanks for thanks for coming on the the podcast we really appreciate it it wasn't as painful as they told you it would be right no not at all wow a lot of fun we had a lot of fun in fact we're gonna stop this recording and go play some more games Yes, so. indeed. Thanks for having me on the podcast. That was Excellent. a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, now our real catchphrase setting us out for some reason is Sayonara. 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 <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more information about the podcast, check out www.boardgamesareforlosers.com. If you have questions that you want answered on the show, or if you just want to tell us that you still think we're losers, you can email us at boardgamelosers at gmail.com. You can chat with other losers in our forums over at boardgamegeek.com by visiting guild number 3300. And don't forget to check out our amazing board game photography on Instagram by following at Board Game Losers.